Hey, hey, September 25th. Ben is leading us off today with his fancy hairdo again. I love it, man. We're competing to see who has longer hair in this COVID-19. No barbers. Whoa. Whoa. Might want to shower once in a while. Might need my oil change in the car. Hey, happy Friday, everybody. Me and Dr. James Chu are in the house. Um, We're going to try to do more. We're back, so we're going to try to do more. And I think our segment is... uh, do more, but not too much. Not too much. Right? So <laughs> This is what happens when you do too much more. <laughs> so we're not going to be uh, COVID-19 today, and we're, we don't have any celebrity athletes or CEOs. It's Dr. James Chu's in the house again. I love having Chewy in. We almost have our own show now because um, we're on the same level of, of what we're trying to do with health, wellness, and fitness. And we had a couple athletes in here last week that uh, I gave some time off and you were like, hey, where is this one gentleman? And I was like, I had to give him a couple of days off from overtraining. So yeah. I think the topic today is overtraining versus undertraining equals do more because you have all three. So they're going to kind of work in tow together of doing more. And those are usually the um, Saturday crews. the doctors and the businessmen that uh fool themselves and think once a week or twice a week or even three times a week's enough so Mm -hmm. we tell those guys to do more yeah uh then you have the under training which it's a fine line between overtraining and under training Mm -hmm. because it's it's a mix that you have some um professors uh sports performance coaches over training's better under training's better me personally i think i'd rather under train just a little than over train hmm. because there's a lot of consequences that come with over training hmm. yeah that's that's interesting I, i've never uh understood over training until i spent time with you and you you kind of broke it down for me years ago so i i didn't understand um the consequences of what what overtraining would do, and actually, it can really mess up with your with your health if you're overdoing. As that, as I understand it through you, Charlie, because I mean, this is not a concept they teach in in medicine per se. I mean, they do talk about some serious signs of uh, muscle breakdown, which can be fatal. Um, but that's just an extreme case of really, really, really over, overdoing when the muscle breaks down and it clogs up those, uh, uh, molecules of muscle breakdown products start clogging up your kidneys and you can, you can have some serious consequences, but that's, that's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about a medical emergency here. We're talking more about chronic overtraining. And so I don't know much about it as like you do. So what, um, what are some of those? signs that kind of let you know when you have a client in here and it's usually those young bucks and young ladies that are really getting after it and you have to pull back the reins a little bit right well you know what's funny chewy is you know when we came up with the six-part series of doing more that's really not for most of like you said the athletes the young bucks they always want to do too much right so then what happens in our society and on the instagram sensation is the health and wellness influencers right. that are going totally unrealistic, totally ones. like break your body down, do, you know, the, the Cam Hans, uh, the Cameron Haynes. Okay, yeah. That's his name, right? Cam, yeah. Cameron Haynes and, yeah. and the Goggins of the world. You know, they're extremists, right? But it's not about um, sports performance or hitting goals because sometimes you have to hit goals with rest and nutrition and recovery. And you're talking about like, uh, especially for those young 
high school collegiate athletes that are tr- trying to hit their goals, trying to get uh, to that next playing level or whatever you want to call it. That that's what sign kind of what you're talking about too. Like those are the ones that are they may be under the impression that you got to do more and more and more and more to their detriment. Yes, and and you know before we go into the uh, the fizz part of it of the muscle breakdown and, and the the mind and what happens. You have to also understand the coach to athlete ratio of uh, mm. being so pumped up, so enthused that you run into overtraining that athlete, which I did oh, with wow. Chad Pennington, one of our main guys in the wood gym from high school on his senior year at Marshall, hmm. uh, getting ready for the Clemson game. I overtrained him. Oh, really? And uh, put him in the hospital. Oh, sh- crap. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. So. So uh, you get enthused. So you get a, wow. a coach, you know, now at 52, my steak is a little bit more seasoned. You know, it, it tastes a little bit better with the right amount of salt on it to make sure that that doesn't happen anymore from even knowing the science behind it and wow. the education I had of overtraining. You still get so pumped up because you feed off the that athlete. No kidding. And uh, so it, was it one of those things where it, it was an issue of your experience? You two are just getting after it and trying to break down barriers and go, 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 go that you just didn't have the wisdom or the experience to say, Oh, wait, wait, this has been way too much. Yes. And if I knew all the signs, which I did, it wasn't even a sign. It was so much enthusiasm that I almost put any of the education behind me. Oh, you threw it away. And I was with him on the floor going, we're taking Clemson down. Let's go. We're taking Clemson down. And it was just, you know, the matter of dehydration where, you know, HIV, you had to go to the hospital, queasy, that type of jazz. But it was still. And um, I would say then you get the pro-level guys. <laughs> did like, they beat Clemson? Yes, they did. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. He won the game with two minutes left. He no kidding. Yep. Oh, yep. Dude, that's great. <laughs> so, so whatever happened, you're welcome. Uh, that that was a hospital hospitalization. Well, well, de- <laughs> well deserved. Yeah, guess, so. yeah. Um, and then you get like a Mike McHenry, who's a professional baseball player, catcher. Uh, I would say he's the closest. Yeah, he's an animal to the Patron guy. Yeah. If he want to take over a business. So with Michael, you know, these are just stories I'm telling you. Then we could get into the science of it. But we had to. I actually had to lie to him and tell him I'm out of town for a day, so he wouldn't come in. Because he's just so gone. I mean, the guy just, is so. I mean, it, Mike's the type of guy if you've got to work out on, and it's hard enough for everyone else, but he'll throw on like a 25 pound weight vest mm-hmm. just because, mm-hmm. just because he's Mike. Yeah. yeah. But, and he'll totally, his body will totally fall apart because he just didn't know how to stop, right? And back in the day when, when I trained a guy like Mike McHenry, we would, uh, do our Olympic weights, we do our speed turf, we do our jumps, we do our mountain bike or trail runs, and it was usually all in one day. Crazy. Again, getting yeah. enthused with him. But that's when I knew a little bit more of like, okay, I got a guy that I'm going to feed off of, yeah. maybe too much, so I got to back it off. Mike's intense, man. He's It's awesome. He's It's great when he's in And there. then you have a Harrison Smith with the safety, you know, starting safety for the Vikings. He's not going to overtrain. Mm. He won't let that happen. He's he's a guy that's so even keel of understanding where we came up with the term years ago with him just enough. Well, and, here's here's the thing though, that's way later in your career when you figured out I don't think he'd be the same way if if it was roles were reversed. You were starting out with a Harrison in your career. And it might have been you might have put Harrison in the hospital. Yeah. 
You think, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, that's, because that's, even, you were much more seasoned. Exactly. Even in high school, then. I didn't get, you know, and I knew yeah. I had a Harrison that was going to get after it and dominate high school football games and then go off to Notre Dame and dominate. I still wasn't where I was with Chad. Right. Chad was what, 94, 95? Yeah. 93. 93. Yeah. yeah. So that's totally different. Then you see a Harrison, you're like, I know exactly how I'm going to work him. Which you, you started with him in like. 2005 or something yeah, like that something like I mean, that yeah, so that's yeah, you know you're much different 15 years of understanding yeah so yeah. you go into overtraining. so what people think is doing more which we talk about we don't want to get that confused with overtraining. Mm-hmm. but when you start seeing signs like i did with an athlete last week of irritability constant muscle soreness right out of the gate of a workout that's mm-hmm. the number one thing you got to test is like Man, I'm sore in my production. I can't do what I did two weeks ago with the same weight. Oh. You look at that. Can you uh, tell? Can you tell what, when they just walk through the door? You, you can. Like the you energy can, level. Yes. And how they yes. Look, a how lack they of motivation. Yeah. Um, dark eyes under, under. You know, under circles under their eyes. Yeah. Uh, irritability. Yeah. Body fat doesn't come down, but weight goes up. Uh, lack mm. of sleep. Mm. interrupted sleep so you think overtraining like oh my gosh i really beat it up i'm gonna sleep hard it's the opposite when it's too much loss of appetite Mm. so it's the opposite of a good training session where you're like i can't wait to eat Mm. they're usually not that way Um, moody Mm -hmm. i think those are the most easy recognizable signs to see in here uh and and, the and they're, they're num- numbers when and when they're in your performance. Yes, right? yes, yes. Not and, as fast, not lifting as much. And then I gave the kid three days off, and he came back and started hitting PRs and and felt great and was enthused. Wow. Yeah. So the overtraining's mm. huge uh, to undertraining, and and then doing more. But the beauty of the wood gym is you have everybody. Yeah, you have a lot that you're trying to drag them in here because you you just can't see them enough. And then you got some, our own cam in mm-hmm. here and Mike McHenry's do just, they can't shut it off and they just go, 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 go. So how do you keep your balance? Because, you know, um, I don't know if everybody knows your routine, you know, being a world-class mountain climber to what oh, you do. Class, but. <laughs> well, I mean, I've never met anybody that survived an avalanche of Mount Everest, but I, <laughs> I did. Uh, you know, what, what would you say, how do you balance that? Because... You know, I got my oldest in here, Ashlyn, sitting mm. in, listening to it. And we talk about three or four people that are pretty even keel with um, their levels of energy, uh, their consistency day in, day out. They're basically the same, Yeah. you know, mentally, physically, emotionally. How do, you, how do you do that? Because let the people know that what you do before you come over here early in the morning. Yeah, I, th- I think that that's you said the one word and shout out to Ash. Good to see you. uh and uh i think you said the word consistency i mean that's all it is it's um i have to have a daily almost a daily dose of a routine my wife and i are very very routine people so and i think that's just how i was raised so i get up um i go to do jujitsu with uh, my man samuel braga um and um, then I come over here probably two, three days a week um, in addition to that. But I'm, I'm actually doing something six days a week. But at the age of 43, I'm not smart enough to know or just have done enough dumb things to know that I can't 
go balls to the wall every single session. Um, I think too, I've been working out pretty much, I mean, for a long, long time and with you for a long, long, long time as a kind of a guide to know, um, where I am with my numbers, because, because we, at some point in time, you and I have pushed, um, my numbers to a reason to as high as what was reasonable for what I needed to do. Um, and I've kind of mentally worked off of those numbers. So if I know that I'm not able to push as hard in here, um, and I'm, I'm feeling fatigued or tired, you know, it may be a back off a little bit. Um, I don't, even in jujitsu, I don't, if I'm got an injury or something like that, I, I back off back down, but I, I don't ever not go. So that's another thing. I just modulate my, um, my performance for the day. If I'm, you know, if I've got a couple days off, then I know that that third day that I'm, I'm there, um, you know, if I've traveled or something like that, that I go hard, you know, so I, I, I'm able to modulate and that's, I think that's a lot of guidance experience, but I think the key word to all of that is consistency because, you know, you can get really, you can wreck yourself in jujitsu if you, you, you could twist up your, your joints and really hurt yourself. Um, I've had injuries before, so I know that's not a sensible thing for me to do when I'm at 43 with two small kids and business and all that kind of stuff. So how I'm, I'm always consistent though. I'm always trying to get my sleep and try to do all that, try to be consistent no matter what. But with that, you can modulate. Does that make sense? Like you can, you can ratchet up. If I, I've been, had a couple light days, maybe I'll go harder here in the wood gym if I've had, uh, but I don't string together four or five hard days in a row because I just, my body won't be able to handle that. Does that make sense? Well, yeah. And, um, you know, we've had some of our best days training together and where my strength level is to your strength level, you know, you're pound for pound, strongest guy in the gym, period. Roy Jones Jr. over here, you know, Floyd Money Mayweather sitting here, you know, <laughs> even though he's Korean, he, he's Floyd Money Mayweather. <laughs> but when I train with, with Chewy sometimes, I'll just do his weights. Yeah. And it, it will still feel awesome. Because you're moving. You're moving. Um, you're having that flatline workout, which is a recovery workout which is so beneficial so it's not constantly that's why training most of the time to anybody out here listening or watching training programs are most basic and easy to follow if you create it like a stair step boom 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 it can't always go up and it can't just always go flat so with with the stair step sometimes uh, you know stairs or steps as we call it when i train with you it's a great workout you know, because that, that you can't always punish the muscle cell, mm. you know, to damage it and damage it and keep damaging it, keep damaging it. Yeah. Uh, and I I'd never thought about that until you and I had worked out. Um, and Charlie is, it's not pound for pound. He's the guy with the strongest upper body I've ever seen in the gym. Um, especially, I mean, you turn back the clock 10 years ago, I mean, even your top athletes, I mean, you're, I'm, and I'm talking about your offensive lineman, D lineman could not do what you were doing on the, on the flat bench. There's no way. Um, but so when I see him hucking 400 pounds, repping it out, uh, on the flat bench, um, and then like, he's, he's got my Barbie bells, uh, <laughs> you know, the next day working out with me, I'm like, is this, what do you do? I mean, like, you're not, this is not any bang for the buck, but then you would tell me, uh, Hey, no, actually this is great. Um, to do these lighter weights because I'm still moving, I'm getting oxygen into my blood, you know, into my muscles and things like that. It's like, Oh man, I, I, I never knew that as a principal. I, I would think you'd, 
you wouldn't even bother doing that type of stuff. But in reality, if you're not on testosterone or some other chemical enhancement, that it's the only reasonable way of doing it, right? Yeah. I'm in the audience. Do you like it? Audience question. No, I, I, <laughs> audience like, I, I like you wanted to be mic'd up because he asked, but I didn't want to push it. Is it two or three? And I was like, just two. But like, yeah, Ash is dying to, to yeah. get on and Let's talk about it. her Let's nutrition recovery. I'm ready to go. Like, yeah, I, I told you, you, you got to do, you know, she bailed last Friday and not wanting to get on. She didn't think I believed in her. I was like, let's see, you got the gift of gab. I mean, hell, look at me. What I was going to say is Well, it's it's like mountain biking with uh, Dr. Steve Sterling. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not the same as mountain biking with Freddie oh, or God. you. Yeah, but it's a really feel good recovery day. Nice. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. that that that's the thing is recovery is a must, and people think recovery is almost time off, but it could still be backing off. The only reason like I active did, recovery, active okay. recovery. Yeah. Yes, but the only reason I did like the Cam Cam Miller last week. Those athletes don't know how to, they think it's a waste, yeah. You know, to to come in and do fifty percent when they're usually trying to go at one hundred and four percent. So you're better off just taking two or three days off for them, for them mentally. They're, for them. they're right. yeah. But that's where the whole you know this whole circle comes back around of doing more, especially at our age. We have to do more, but what does that more look like? And do more and smarter. And, and smart, and smart right. just in a smart way. Right. Yeah. And like you said, if you're not synthetically enhanced, you need recovery, but everybody has to define what that recovery is. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the problem. And, and that's what uh, Louis Simmons and Westside Barbell, you know, I studied under him in the 90s. He said, you're natural power lifters, you natural athletes. It's going to be different than guys that are synthetically enhanced because our recovery time is so much quicker. So we do need rest. And then we have to define what that rest is. And I think that's the the issue for everybody, whether it's cryo, massages, mm. um, contrasts, baths, Days ice, ba- you know, everything. So food is food to recovery. Food. Yeah. We talked about that. Nutrition is, is huge recovery that, that most I'd say athletes get, but are they getting all the right stuff? You mm. know, are they always getting the vegetables? You try to get vegetables and fruits every day. You have to, and, and is that is that what a mantra for your for your athletes? Oh, I think so. And and you know everybody out there listening is Dr. James Chu comes up with a shake in the morning where he gets it all. So I could tell Ben probably doesn't like to eat his greens in the morning, but if you put it in a shake, tell him about your shake. Yeah, I mean, uh, so typically we try to get some greens in, um, usually with, uh, I, and I mix up the greens whether it's spinach and kale or swiss chard or bok choy or whatever but it's usually raw you i don't like ch- chewing on those things so what we do is just blend it up in a vitamix add your fruit into it sometimes you it just i kind of pick what fruit look, looks good at the market or whatever and then um you drink it so it's, it's a lot it's quick it's fast you force yourself to do it and you know, you've got your greens in. So, and and talking about the nutrition again, 
you know, I guess we always bring it back to where we've been in the state for what, seven, eight months of the Corona, the COVID-19. Yeah. The same thing that we talked about is Dr. James Chu really hasn't opened up his nutrition and his health habits and lifestyle, but it's pretty steady as he says, the number one word consistency. Then we talk about overtraining yeah. where you become in a fatigue state and then you have more access to pick up what? Germs. Yeah. Get sick. Sick. Yeah. Not being able to fight something off, you know, so that comes into to a huge play of overtraining. Yeah. Because most of the time, no overtraining symptoms on your body are different than what you feel. Hair loss, which mm. I've had before. I'll be I'll be shampooing back in the day of really training hard for meats, Olympic meats, whether powerlifting meats or Olympic meats. I'd pull out a handful of hair. <laughs> You're no kidding. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Swollen lymph nodes. You know, in in on your neck, under your armpits, a huge sign. Hmm. Uh, inside your growing are huge, huge signs of overtraining. Wow. Yes, yes. Chronic headaches, dizziness. Uh, there's some that show on, on the sheets that I'm going to give you to, to. I made these for you so you awesome. can have Thanks. of um, nutrition, hydration, and all the signs. But I don't see them much with you because, like Ashlyn and I talk about, you're one of our top three. Maybe top two. I'd say top two balanced dudes. Hmm. I'd oh, say top that. two. Yes? I have a feeling. So <laughs> I feel like the it does, it comes from balance with everything because you really only see the super overtraining when somebody's not taking care of themselves on the other end of things. Well, also, hmm. you do see overtraining in a lot of different ways too, but it shows more... If that person's not doing the hydration, the health, the self-care, the self-love, like all the stuff that comes. Yeah. Well, and we talk about yeah. and we talk about yeah. means and measures, you know, which we've had on all our shows of body fat, mm -hmm. uh, w weight reduction or weight gain, whatever you're trying to do. Because sometimes you can't gain weight when you're trying to gain weight because you're overtraining. But we talk about like the top two guys, I would say in here, Ash, are Harrison and Chewy are my most balanced guys. Okay, we have a world-class mountain biker, cyclist, Freddie Smith, beast. who I've had on here. Yeah, beast. Uh, I think he's gotten better with not overtraining, but he is so Man. competitive, so driven. Yes, he is. You know, we got pictures on the wall of him. I don't know who I favor most, whether it's Freddie or Chewy of so many <laughs> pictures on the wall. I'm so proud Fre of him. Fre Freddie's better looking. You so. know, <laughs> and, and I've had these guys since high school, you know, from Chad Pennington to Freddie Smith to Dr. James Chu, and now they're in their 40s. He he could he could really overtrain because oh, man. Yeah. I, I've been on bike rides with him before and years and years ago. Yeah, we would be on a tempo ride and I'd really be dialed in of like this is the percent he wants heart to rate kill we you go on the ride. We'll be out on a country road and some guy will go flying by and he oh, looks yeah. like a dog chasing him. Yeah, because he can't. And, and it's a great competitive spirit oh, and I think yeah. he's gotten so much more dialed in with the recovery <laughs> and, and getting blood work. I mean he's he's taking it to. To the next level Man, of where I, he is. I, I will tell you this. I don't know anybody that has a better diet than Fred. I mean, that guy's, uh, he's a master, master chef i mean he's i was about to say amazing he's a food cook so oh, he man. knows yes and it's not like oh uh, let's let's make uh some put throw some hot dogs on the grill um you know the guys i think this past weekend he was on a hike and picked up 
these shit mushrooms on the side that you knew were edible and like toss them in like whatever, you know, skillet and served them up. I mean, he's that type of guy. And I mean, as far as someone who can eke out every inch of um, talent and, you know, like he's a chemist in there, like dialing in the food and this, there's nobody that does it like Fred. But I will say, he can't turn it off. Right. I mean, that is uh, as far as uh, the rest and recovery, you know, I mean, like, and if you're like, Fred, let's have an enjoyable ride. And if someone did pass him, he'd want to <laughs> well, run, run him over. And he wanna... puts it all together, though. That's amazing. I mean, even it's more amazing. than some of my pro athletes that that's are amazing. much more talented than Freddie is he pulls it all out. And that's, oh, that's when amazing. everybody's mind boggled when he wins these races. Oh, he's just different. He's oh, an Indian. No. He's got Shoot. Indian blood. They don't know who he's meticulous. The time he even puts in the wood gym, three to four days, you know, works with people in Chicago. He works with people that are on the tour de France Yeah, and they come back and say, your power's better. So Freddie's not the type of guy that's just going to come into the wood gym and train with me just to be nice. No. Because we know Freddie has a mean, bad side to him that you don't want (laughs) to step on and cross over. He's in here because oh, yeah. he knows it benefits him out on the road or oh, in the woods. Yeah. I, he's, it's, I don't think there's anyone that has done more with that, putting that type of effort into squeezing out everything that you possibly can with the food and all that. I don't, I don't think there is. And when he comes in sometimes on a Monday, I can see that he is tired. Right. And that's the beauty of having a uh, on-site trainer to like the online coaching and all the programs is completely different because you could see – the signs, yeah. black under his eyes. So I know he's not going to leave because yeah. mentally he needs this. So I just back off a workout. And that's why right. you know I'm known for making my workouts daily for each individual. Yeah. Not, it's not you know flavor of the day and everybody's getting the same sandwich. So yeah. I make different ones every day. And I always ask how the athlete feels. Mm-hmm. Now with Freddie, he's what, 43 now? Yeah. Okay, so he's going to be different than the 18 to 20 year. I feel great. I feel great. And you don't know what they did the yeah. night before, so you're like, okay, then you put them through something, then they go into overtraining. Mm-hmm. Now our our Saturday group, our do more group, they're not going to overtrain. <laughs> <laughs> they're over recovered. <laughs> our next segment should be under training. Ashlyn's going to help us with that. We're going to do research on under training. And, uh, you know, that's just telling yourself that I'm good. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I, I approached one of the doctors in here. I'm not going to say names, Dr. Steve Sterling, <laughs> eye surgeon here. I said, what is wrong with you clowns wanting to be average? Yeah. He texts back, it's easier. <laughs> hey, you got to love it. Honest. Fair enough, yeah. Stephen. Fair enough. But here's, your, here's our do more group. Um, when we were into the height of those six parts, and I'm looking over at Ben, if people are just listening, not watching, Ben's been a part of all these, that six part do more that's when we really bit into everybody, and Sterling went from 207. He started with me at 223, 207 hung for about a year. We started doing the do more, getting everybody's ass and doing more. He got down to 184 to 186. Hmm. I'd say great. with the COVID thing, it scared people. Remember, out a couple yeah. months, this and that. Now he's crept back up to the 193, 194. Well, now he's coming in on a Saturday and a Sunday, but again, guys, I have one, two, three, four, including me, two days out of how many days in a week? Seven. Mm. It's not enough. Right. 
Right. And that's that's the doing more. So those guys, you're, you keep loading. You're not going to overtrain. Let's go. Back to back. Everybody's yeah. like, oh, back to back days. Yeah, back to back days. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. For sure. Yeah, I, I, that's that's a whole – there's a big, <laughs> big gap um, between a guy like Fred who is – you. Fred is kind of like a Mike McHenry, uh, very, very similar as far as their um, temperament. Um, <coughs> when it comes to working out, it's hard to shut them, shut them down. But then like you have the other side of the spectrum where it's just like, you know, you're, you're, it's a workout to pull them in to do more. So it's, it's a, it's a different, uh, business model that you have. You got to juggle all of that. It, it, it's yeah. frustrating. And, and, um, if you lived with me and Ashland sees it, some um, dad, you're always on your phone. You're always on your phone. I'm really reaching out to those guys and I'm challenging them. You know, I'm I'm challenging the Marlows, the Sterlings, the Chips, the Justin Sims. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's 38 years old. Yeah. Comes in once a week. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. I'm calling him out. <laughs> you know, like, if you're 38 like that now, what are you going to be at 48? Let's go. Let's get in here. Work yeah. a deal with me, Sims. <laughs> Let's get in here. Because that that's that's the thing is when people settle, that that's what I can't understand and i think that's the whole grind the 5 a.m thing i have to be up at i I can't settle and that's the people like you that's the people like uh freddie yeah that want to be the best Mm. and i think that's the beauty of the wood gym is everybody we try to make it like rocky three i did it years ago ben the eye of the tiger watch rocky (laughs) three he gets beat apollo takes him back to his old place down in the dungeon in the basement and he stopped and he goes look at everybody and everybody, he goes, you lost the eye, the eye of the tiger. And that's what I try to keep here. Besides Saturday mornings, that's for the do less group. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think we'll wrap it up with the overtraining. I think the overtraining's huge. I think that's a huge topic that nowadays, and we talked about that on one of our podcasts, the health influencers that are the David Goggins and the guys that are running 26 miles yeah. a day. and Unrealistic. It, yeah. it, we're not here to break the body down. That's a whole mental suffering that they like to do. And I get it. Yeah. You know, I do some mountain bikes around here on a single speed and it's not fun. It's 44 to 55 minutes. And everybody's like, why do you do that? Because yeah. I like suffering. Yeah. You know, that's oh, a, yeah, that's some, a yeah. different deal of uh, that's what I'd like to do. I like to be miserable for 50 minutes, mm-hmm. but I feel great after that. So I get those pages. I get those guys uh, scheme what 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 how they're wired, because Goggins will say, I'm not here to motivate you. This is just what I do. Uh, yeah, right. You know, like it's not the health and wellness, you know, broken toes, shins, bleeding, Russia hospital. We're trying to stay out of that at health health professionals. Right. So uh, if to close. Um, since you're the overtraining guru and uh, performance guru here, uh, top five tips for those who are have the tendency to overtrain. Sleep, number one. Yes, yes, that's your biggest recovery, and we talked about that on a show. So eight that's, hours, that's beautiful. Yeah, easy. Think, yeah, Get yeah. your sleep, mm-hmm. uninterrupted sleep. Reduce your alcohol, mm-hmm. nutrition. If you're not smoking, don't smoke. Okay, let's not smoke. And if you're doing your alcohol, do it three hours before bed Mm. and two to three hours before your last meal. And Mm -hmm. I would say that that, those are your best things. And just wake up, and if you're really sore, rest. And if you're not, come in and get something going. And then once you – and I've had people – 
we've tried it and they'll, they'll leave. Hey, it's it's not today. Let's go home. Mm-hmm. You know, so we don't get injured, so we don't regress the progression of performance. So that's where that's where it gets iffy because your ego talks to you. So if you're not with a professional, which surround yourself around a professional that's been in the game and knows the science behind it, is, hey, back off or let me modify a program. I've done a lot of modifications. Just hey, I'm out it. here already. Okay. Two sets rather than four. Or right. Something. Yeah. Right. Let's get some blood flow and let's get oxygen repairs, muscle tissue. So let's keep it 15 to 12 reps on everything and just let it be that and then mm. recover and get some good food. Awesome. That's great. Yeah. I'm I'm glad we did this one. I was excited about this, uh, of the overtraining one, because it's a huge, it's so big right now because everybody's on, you could go, Ash knows, she's my Instagram person now, now that she's back in town. You could look at the post of everybody just grinding, and I understand the grind, but there has to be a science behind it or it's not worth it. Nice. Nice. I love it. This is great. I love it. Good, uh, good information. Love having you on the show, Ash. <laughs> ben, thanks for coming. Ben. You're always solid. Appreciate it. You are the man. Yeah, that, that's luckily Ju- Chewy got out of his jujitsu class. So if he didn't see you, he's going to tie you up like a pretzel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Wang, I love you, man. Thanks for doing it. It's awesome. And you're going to pick our next topic, which um, should be fun what it's going to be. I like this. Yeah, great. Happy Friday, everybody. See you guys. Bye-bye.